coming in at six foot four, number one, Patty's Playbook. Hey guys, I'm your host Patty, and welcome to Patty's Playbook, the show for all you sports lovers out there. We cover NRL, NBA, NFL, plus many more sports. You can find us on Instagram, at Paddy's Playable. I can hear the sport calling us. Let's dive into this episode, baby. All right, guys. I'm riding solo. I'm riding Dahu. Christian couldn't make it today. Um, any new listeners or NBA fans, check out our latest playoff podcast with Mitch dropped the start of the week. The playoffs are oh, simply off their fucking head. Some of these matchups, some of the storylines we're getting. We're going to be back very soon talking more basketball. I am really loving it. Every morning I just dive in, get ESPN up, get the games up, walk down, get a coffee, walk back, just smashing it. So basketball fans, that is there for you. More to come. Great playoff series so far. Rugby league fans, magic round. Magic round. I was there last year. What a weekend. What a, just the festivities of rugby league. Sensational. I can't wait. I'm very envious for everyone going. I wish I was back up there. Just sinking tinnies. Eight games of rugby league. Glorious, glorious time. So short, sharp potty today. There's not much news going on. Well, I'll just spend a minute on this actually. There's obviously the Schuster situation going on at the moment. My understanding is a bit of GST, a bit of mayo on top. It is interesting. Cherry Evans coming out. There are rumors that the Tigers might be interested in a player, like a player swap with Schuster. Apparently he's on big bickies, seven, seven, seven fifty. Maybe eight, eight of the best. Um, I'm not going to buy into any of that. I'll probably come back next week and pull that all apart, divulge that, depending. Um, we'll just see what happens. Like, it's not a big deal at the moment. I could be totally wrong and shit it's a fan over the next, over this weekend going into next week. But my understanding, it's nothing too crazy. You've obviously got the Kyle Flanagan news as well. He was linked to go to Manly. That's kind of been shut down to team up with his, his old man. He's in the coaching staff with Manly, obviously. Shane Funnigan. So there's a bit there, but apart from that, it's been a pretty relatively quiet week. Last, last week on our NRL potty, check the back catalogue, we've we pulled heaps apart, obviously. The um, Jack White and signing, Roger coming back, RTS homecoming, NRL wanting to go to Vegas, the hip drop. It's, yeah, there's been, last week was crazy, this week's tame, but talk about tame maybe that's the wrong word because it is may now may the 4th actually and origin is at the end of the month the 31st so the flavor of the month is state of origin so i'm going to drop my origin teams for game one my bold predictions or predictions it's still three or four weeks out i know there's injuries it's yeah i'm probably jumping the gun too early it's may i want to talk origin you can just feel it in the air you're feeling it in the air i love origin football so We'll talk, I'll, I'll rip my teams apart now. We'll do our magic round, round 10 preview. The lines of Christian, he's um, sent them to me. Bit of super coach chat, we'll wrap it up. Quick, short, sharp, fun. And um, please give me feedback on these teams. So yeah, we'll start with, we'll start with the Blues. We'll start with the Blues, home state. Obviously at fullback, James Tedesco, the captain, first player picked, no doubt about that. On one wing, Brian Toto. I think that's pretty straightforward. Meter eater. Been there, done it before. Latrell, first center pick, no doubt. I think when Latrell's 
you know, out wide in the centers. We've seen it in Origin. We've seen it back-to-back premierships for the Roosters. He's the best attacking center in the world, full stop. No one competes. No one, no one comes close for me. His explosiveness, the ability to break open a game. It's simple. Turbo, other center, if fit. So as I said at the start, this is based on if they're all fit. I know there's niggling injuries. I know it's going to come down to the wire. If he's running at, I think he's probably running at 65, 70% right now for Manly. He's obviously named to play tomorrow night, magic round. If, if he continues this, just limbering around, not wanting to wind up and the confidence isn't there and he's that niggling injury. I don't want him anywhere near the origin team. I don't want him anywhere near that squad. So this is my last time I say it. This is based on 100% fitness, ready to go. They're still, as I said, three or four weeks till teams get announced. 31st of May. So Latrell, Turbo, my center pairing, that's not even debatable if they're fit. We saw what they did with the record winning series uh, two years ago. On the other wing, everyone's been barking his name this week, Campbell Graham. Obviously was in the World Cup for Australia, played in the centers, played on the wing over there. It's time for him. It's time for him. Origin Arena, I think he's built for it. He's so fucking tough. He plays hard. Um, he'll do anything to win. And that's where things can get a bit tricky because like, if Turbo's not fit, Campbell Graham for me goes straight into that center spot. Campbell Graham goes straight in and that opens another wing spot. You look at me, I would have had Josh Adekar first picked as the other winger. He's not 100%. As I said, injuries. It's, it's hard to break this team down. I've gone early. I wanted to just get ahead of the curve because I know a lot of our little um, content creators will be putting theirs in in a few weeks. So I want to jump ahead. So yeah, if Campbell Graham plays center, and the Fox is fit. He comes in. Obviously, people are going to be like, Suali'i, I get that. He's been playing center all year. I don't like him in center. I've said that before on the podcast. So I'd, I'd, I'd have Suali'i in there if we're, we need someone on the wing. We're, we're, you know, a few short due to injuries. Suali'i on one wing and Campbell Graham coming in would be my little alternative fix if Adokar's not there available. So backline, Teddy, To'o, Latrell, Turbo, Campbell Graham. Halfback, Nathan Cleary. I don't think we have to discuss that. Number six, this might take a bit of time. We all know I'm a Penrith fan. I'm picking for game one, Jerome Luai. Why do I do this? I love Nico Hines. Let me just cut, let me just cut to the chase first. I love Nico Hines. I can use it. Gorgeous, sexy man. The wetter hair, the hair, the better he plays. I'm all for it. Daliam. The, he's the most informed halfback in the comp right now. Full stop. It's not even debatable. He is sensational. He's the most loved bloke in rugby league. It's simple. Like, I'm all for him. But let's just take a deep breath. Let's have a think. We talk about the team selection, t- people's ability and availability, and Nico's at the tippity top. But when have we seen him in a big game? The tip of the spear, the halfback. He's 0-2 in finals. Sharks bounced out in straight sets last year. Obviously, he went to... A, a grand final in 2020 for the Storm was on the bench, didn't play a single minute. 21, he was on that bench behind Pappy. They get knocked out in a prelim to Penrith. So I, I can't believe he's transitioned to halfback for the Sharks. It is phenomenal. I've never seen anything like it. Like, as I said, I love him. But we haven't seen him at the tippity top, the biggest game, a finals game, an origin arena, taking that pressure seeing how calm, cool, collected he is. And I'm not saying he can't do it, but my issue is, right, we put Nico in at six and say the Blues, I don't want it to happen, say the Blues lose game one. What the fuck do we do? I'd, the word, I'd hate to see Luai come in game two because we've lost game one. I think you give the incumbent the first crack Luai at six and I'll be the first person. If he doesn't perform well or we lose, flick him. 
or we don't, I don't even, I don't care if we don't see him in Origin ever again. I just don't want. Well, it's actually, we're seeing it in Newcastle. Ponger at six isn't working. I did, I'm not a fan of Ponger at six. You've got Lockie Miller, who's been Knight's best player at fullback. You can't move him. But you've got your $1.5 million man Ponger, who you've got to get the best out of him somehow. You've put this much into him. I think you've got to put him back at fullback eventually, but then it's so unfair for Lockie Miller, who's been their best player. So you back yourself in the corner, and I don't want the Blues to do this. And I think if they go Hines at six and we lose... It is a shitstorm, and then it opens up just a can of worms. If Hines gets picked at six, I want to see him play all three games. I'll leave it at that. So, halves pairing, Luai Cleary. Front row, as I said, based on injuries and stuff. Jake Trebojevic, Payne Haas starting. I love that. You've got like a toiler slash workhorse in, in Gerbo. Won't miss a tackle. And then Payne Haas is just a generational throbber. Can literally play 80. Like you'd, you'd probably get 65 out of him explosive, big runs, makes his tackles, massive engine, goes all day. So your yin and your yang starting there. I like that. Hooker, I've got Damian Cook. I think the way he's playing, bunnies are rolling, probably the most informed team in the comp right now. He's been there before. Very good defensively. Effort players can scoot out a dummy half if he wants. Maybe lacks a bit of creativity, but I think there's plenty in this team. Um, I think Cookie deserves... I know he wasn't playing nine in game three last year. It was Appy, but I think Cookie probably deserves the first crack. Back row, gorgeous Cam Murray on one side. Liam Martin, I know he's racing the clock. I actually don't think he's going to play, but just for the sake of the exercise right now, I've got Murray and Martin in the back row and Yo at 13. I've said this for three years. He's the best lock in the world right now, second to none. The bench. This is where it gets really hard for the Blues. Back to the Hines thing. I'm more than happy to have him at 14. That's what I mean. If, if game one, Luai's sniffing his own farts, got his head up his own ass, high on his own supply, unleash Hines. Let him rip. Let the gorgeous long hair wahoo rip, Nico. But you can't... Well, I don't know if you, you match Queensland because I'll get to their team in a sec. We all know what they're going to have at, at 9 and 14, the Australian combination, the Kangaroos combination. Do you have to roll with two hookers for the Blues? Is it as simple as Cookie at nine and Appy at 14 or vice versa? Do you roll with two hookers? So game one, I'm rolling with two hookers. I've got Appy at 14, 15, Junior Borlo. Back to the starting Gerbo and Haas. I love Borlo off the bench in regards to a big body, massive, massive engine. He could literally come on the 25-minute mark and play the rest of the game if you needed. Like he's a freak. I think that impact off the bench would be second to none. I'm even open to him starting Borlo and Haas, but I just like him off the bench, that impact, that big body. Fatigue kicks in, you know, 20, 25 minutes in. He will rip the skin off it. I've got him on my bench. I'm not surprised if he starts. I'm not against that either. So he's definitely in the team. And it's tough this year because Regan Campbell-Gillard, injured. I doubt, like, we know he's not going to be there for game one. So a lot of people are saying Ola Kawatu. I think he's lazy. I don't know if he's made for the big games, the big moments. Like I, he does silly things. I, I think like a bit immature. I just see immaturity with him. Keon Kolomatongi, I would have had him in my team, full stop. But the syndesmosis, I don't think he's ready for game one at all. It sucks. So my 16-17 on the bench, Hudson Young. Locke, he's a dog. He's made for origin. He can come off the bench, high impact energy. He can play on an edge if you need. And I've gone the reliable, steady. It's early. It's a big call. Lucky there's a month to origin. Angus Crichton. 
come in the middle or play on an edge if there's injury. So there's that versatility, like origin, the, the speed, the physicality, you know what it's like now. I've got a hooker in Appy. I've got a big boy in Bolo who plays in the middle, who's like not versatile, but can play big minutes, offload the football, pretty creative for a big guy. Impact. And then I've got the two smaller-ish agile back rowers, Hudson Young and Angus Crichton. So that's my Blues team for game one, ladies and gentlemen. I'll roll through it one to 17 again. You've heard why, that's my reasoning. Teddy at fullback, Toto, Campbell Graham on the wings, Latrell and Turbo in the centers, Luai, Cleary, Halves pairing, Hooker, Damian Cook, front row pairing, Gerbo, Jakey T, pain in the ass, Haas, your back row of Murray, Martin and Yo. And the bench, as I just said, Appy, Junior Borlo, Hudson Young and Angus Crichton. All right, now to... The Queenslanders, which always seems a lot easier to pick. Maybe talent-wise, maybe it's just more straightforward. Um, this is what I would do. As I said, this is my, these are my teams. Laugh at me, love it, hate it, give me feedback, tell me what I got wrong. I love this sort of shit. So get involved. Fullback. No surprise here. People that listen to the show, I've got KP. I think he's single hand- oh, I'm going to say it. I think he single-handedly destroyed the Blues last year was the best player of the series for me. Um, he's played Origin seven times. He's won four games. I think he's just electric at the back there. I said it last year when you've got Slater whispering in your ear as a head coach, say no more. Obviously, it comes down to Kalen Ponga being fit and healthy with the head knocks. Obviously, he's playing, we're currently playing six for the Knights. It's a strange one. I just think the incumbent series winner, you go off last year, he was fucking incredible. If he's fit and healthy, Kalen Ponga for me. I know there's shouts for Reese Walsh. I love his energy. He's electric, but my fullback would be Kalen Ponga. The wings, pretty straightforward. Selwyn Cobbo and Murray Tuolangi. I really wanted to chuck Corey Oates in, but he hasn't been able to stay available and fit for too long. I actually had him in my team last year, Corey Oates. Um, I just love him as a big body, but Mario Tuolangi, very similar in regards. I think he's like 100, 103 kilos, like a big boy, good out of his own end, finishes obviously really well, tries galore. So I think they'll go with that, that wing pairing. That's what I would do. Centers, I don't even know who the third backup center would be. Well, there's a few that I'd, I'd pick, but you've got the one-two combination of Val Holmes and Dan Gagai, Origin Gagai. We all know it. Val is just simply electric he's incredible i've been harsh on him on the podcast the last few few seasons and i guess his decision going to the nfl um fucking incredible i got i got that one wrong with val he's um certainly coming to his own so yeah that's the backline ponga Cobo, holmes gaga and tulangi halves pairing say no more the mad dog monster at six and cherry evans at seven front row pairing Big Tino, Big Tino for Suomalaui, and I've gone Papali'i once again. We saw this last year, and I think you stick to your systems and you stick to what worked. I'm pretty sure in game one, he only played like 18 or 22 minutes that first stint and maybe come, come back on in like, oh, this is the top of the dome. Maybe oh, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he came back on in game one, like in the 78th minute or something or something crazy. Like he only essentially had one stint, Papali'i. He's got one role, set the fucking tone, set the fucking platform, you know, 
run hard, make all your tackles, no mistakes, set the platform, intensity. And he's obviously getting older, Papali'i. I think they're going to do the same strategy. Well, it's a winning strategy, so I wouldn't change it. So yeah, Papali'i up front, big Tino, at hooker, Ben Hunt. And that's actually interesting because apparently he's been training at hooker this week for the Dragons leading up to Magic Round. So keep an eye on that. But yeah, you've got that Australian Kangaroos combination, 9-14, Ben Hunt. And it's no surprise, obviously, Harry Grant at 14. The back row, Capewell, Kafusi, and Carrigan. People might say, oh, that's a bit lackluster. Obviously, Jeremy, um, Jeremiah Nanai is in the mix, but I just don't think he's been up to it this year. Missing way too many tackles, not getting involved enough. There were games where he's taking like three, four, five runs a game as a fucking edge back rower. Like, I just think he's come off a massive year last year, career year, obviously signed a massive extension. Um, Origin last year, World Cup last year. I just, and he's obviously suspended at the moment for that hip drop. So I just think there's a lot on his plate. So my back row, Capewell, versatile, Playing the centers if you need depth, like if injuries and stuff, he's done it before. And Finn Diesel, big Kafusi, and then Carrigan. I think Carrigan's a top three lock in this game. Talked about this about a month ago on the podcast. He's fucking incredible. Um, he's happy to play front row if you're short in the middle. And you'll, you'll, I'll get to my bench in a sec. There's other guys that can play 13 on ball play. Tino essentially can play, th- or he was 13, I'm pretty sure, for one of the games in Origin last year. I'll just like big Tino up front, Carrigan at 13 but he can move up into the front row if you want. And that leaves our bench. Talked about Harry Grant before. David Fafida. David fucking Fafida. He has been electric this year. I think Kieran Foran has done the, the world of good for him. Um, he's getting involved more. Sometimes he's taking two, touching the ball twice a set. Like he'll get in for second or third run of the set and you'll see him on the fucking fourth or fifth tackle. Essentially just a little tip on or getting involved or a backline movement. Like he's just hungry. You look at his stats and they're a lot better than last year involvement wise. I was never one of those people like, oh, he's overpaid, this sort of stuff. I think a lot of it came down to the game plan. But I just think Foran has just, and Tanner Boyd, obviously, they've just shored things up for him, made his role up more simple, guidance. I think better things are happening at the Titans anyway. So I'm getting off track, but yeah, Fafita has been incredible. He's that X factor. I'm not surprised if he's in the starting team. But I think off the bench, you wind him up and you let him fucking rip. David Fafita will do a job, whether it's in the middle, whether you want to put him out in the edge and try and target a week a half, a Luai, for example, or someone like he's got to be in the 17, I think, this year. And I'd definitely have him over Jeremiah Nanai. So Fafita for me, big boy, Lindsay Collins, obviously a kangaroo. Um, been in some really good form the last few years. I've been hot and cold with him. Like, do I rate him? Is he what is, you know, everyone's raving him up to be, live up to expect expectations, but Lindsay Collins and then spot 17, Ruben Cotter. I've got Cotter. He can come on energy. He can even start at fucking prop if you want, or he can start at 13 if you want to push Carrigan into the front row. And maybe I'm wrong. Papali, he doesn't get a crack. And maybe they move on with the younger, more agile pack. Maybe they go Tino and um, Carrigan in the front row and Ruben Cotter at 13. I'm not surprised there. If that's the case, I've got Christian Welsh battling that spot for him. I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, if Papa Lee is not there, maybe Welsh comes into the squad. So there's lots of variations, but that is my Queensland team. Short, sharp. That's my reasoning. It's pretty simple. Like, I don't know many, you couldn't argue many of those. Maybe two or three max, you could argue. If, if you're arguing some of my selections, I think you don't watch enough rugby league. I think I'm, yeah, I might sound a bit cocky there, but I think I've 
pretty much nailed it down to 14 or 16 players there. So yeah, that's, that's my Queensland team. Obviously I hope they don't win. <laughs> so hopefully they, um, yeah, we'll see how they go. But um, yeah, I'll say it again. Ponga at fullback, Cobo, Tuolangi on the wing, center pairing Valentine, Holmes and Gagai. Halves pairing Munster, Cherry Evans, no questions asked. Papali'i, Big Tino up front in the starting pack with Ben Hunt at nine. Capewell, Kafusi, and Carrigan in your back row. And the bench of Harry Grant, David Fafita, Lindsay Collins, and Ruben Cotter. So, Origin teams done and dusted. Ladies and gentlemen, punters, let's roll on to Magic Round. So, got it all here from Christian, the, the late mail. We've got two games on Friday. To start the round, so we've got the Bulldogs taking on the Raiders. And we've got the Doggies on the plus here, 3.5. If anything changes, once again, ladies and gentlemen, check the late mail. You know how to find it, Paddy's Playbook on Instagram. 8 p.m. Friday at Suncorp, obviously. Everyone's, hey, I don't even know why I said that. All the games are at Suncorp. Manly take on the Brisbane Broncos and Broncos minus 11.5. Super Saturday, 3 p.m., the Warriors take on the Panthers. Penrith Panthers to bounce back, minus 10.5. And I'm going to jump in there and say, I, f- I should have actually started the show with this. I'm sorry, West Tigers fans. What a fucking win on the weekend. Wooden Spooners sitting on the bottom of the table on a big fat donut and you come up and beat the back-to-back premiers. Cold, shitty night out in Bathurst, but... You played way better football in the conditions, wet, wet weather footy, Luke Brooks, 240s. Just, yeah, Tigers, good on them. Just enjoy the win. Hopefully another one comes very soon, maybe even this round. I might be tipping them. I'm not, not fully sure. I think the Tigers actually have a better team on paper, but we'll see. I'll, um, that's a, yeah, that's a 50-50. Once again, Tigers, awesome stuff. 5.30, the Cronulla Sharks take on the Dolphins, Dolphins plus 9.5. Game of the round, 7.45. The Storm take on the Rabbitohs. It's essentially a, a pick em, a 50-50 coin flip. Storm are incredible at Suncorp. Melbourne plus 1.5. I think their record at Suncorp is astronomical. So take the points there for the Storm. We roll around a super Sunday. That's not even a thing. Sunday session. The game, the team I was just talking about, the West Tigers take on the Dragons. Oh, Dragons minus 1.5. Yeah, that's... If you tip a full round this round, you've done an extremely good job because these games are so tough. So, yeah, Dragons minus 1.5 there. 4 p.m., the Roosters take on the Cowboys. Roosters minus 11.5. I tweeted this a few weeks ago. I think the Cowboys season is officially done. Officially done. They've just, they don't have it this year for plenty of reasons. And I'm happy to break that down on other pods. So yeah, they're um, going to get affected by, they, if they definitely lose this weekend, the Cowboys season is done, 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 done. They're going to get affected by origin, obviously. Plenty of injuries. It's just not happening for them this year. So Cowboys absolutely stink. In the last game of the round, 6.25 p.m., have a baked dinner Sunday night after the 4 p.m. game, kick back a few tinnies if you want, or have a nice bowl of ice cream dessert just to cap off your weekend of rugby league, magic round, Titans 
plus 7.5. The Outsiders against the Eels. That's it. Magic round. I'm excited. We're back. Last week, accountability, four from eight. So let's go better. Um, love shooting the shit solo. Short potty. And my last little segment, I'm going to finish on a bit of super coach. Last week, where do I start? Last week was a fucking shocker. My worst week to date. I was lucky enough to get one winning one of my leagues. Um, that's because the other person unfortunately stunk more than me. I was dog shit. Go to my rankings down here. I've blown it to 4,000, just over 4,000 now. I was sitting around two and that's how bad I got. I got 974. Didn't even break the K. Really just pathetic. So I guess a short story. I was driving up to Mudgee on Thursday for a wedding. And I just, usually I like to get my trades in by Wednesday, Thursday morning at the latest, have it all sorted. Wasn't sorted. Pull up, daughter's a bit distressed and stuff. We're about to go out for dinner, catch up with friends and stuff. And it was just a shit show. I'm like, fuck, my super coach. I totally forgot about, about 50 minutes till kickoff. And then that's when you just don't think clear. The pressure's on. You see the clock on the app tick down. 39 minutes, 37 minutes, 28 minutes. What do I do? What trades do I make? Who do I captain? I was all over the shop. I wasted three trades last week. I used a boost. I'm a fucking idiot. So I'm making more trades this week. Um, hopefully we bounce back. Two simple trades. The Tigers fullback Buller, low BE. Um, Jerome Buller, I'm bringing him in. 200K, 200 of the best. Hopefully he can get some rises in the next um, three to four weeks. Get up to around that 400 mark. Turn him into someone else. So Buller puts more cash in the bank and I've upgraded uh, a Nuffy front rower to Jack DeBellin. JDB playing in the middle, bigger minutes. I know he's moved into the front row this week. It was either him or Corey Horsburgh. I'm going Jack DeBellum. He plays 13. <sighs> Hopefully I don't get this one wrong. I've put a bit of thought into it. So JDB, that's my trades. That's the potty. Origin teams. We'll be back next week with Christian for more news. We can break down any of that Schuster rubbish. Um, magic round, super coach. Enjoy the football. Let's go, yeah! Thank you for listening to Paddy's Playable. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's much appreciated. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page, at Paddy's Playable. We post fun, engaging content every single day. Once again, we really appreciate your support. See you next time. Let's go! Let's go!